0: Welcome to the Locked On Titans Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Roland. Titans fans, it is a Monday edition of the Locked On Titans Podcast. And boy, was it a big weekend! For the Tennessee Titans, the Titans sign tight end Austin Hooper, and then they follow that up by trading for wide receiver Robert Woods. I'm breaking down both of those big acquisitions, talking about who these guys are as players, the financial ramifications, and much more. Also, the Titans officially signed some other guys over the weekend as well, bringing back three players from the 2021 Tennessee Titans. I'll go over all of those signings as well well. So a big time weekend for John Robinson and I'm breaking down all of it on a Monday edition of the locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast, and it is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts also got to thank you guys for making the locked on titans podcast your first listen every day if this is your first ever listen to the locked on titans podcast make sure you subscribe on whatever platform that you do stream i am going to be putting out daily monday through friday tennessee titans content not only during the season but all year long. So make sure that you subscribe to the Locked on Titans podcast on whatever platform that you do stream. It's free and available everywhere, including the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe over there. Smash that notification bell. Make sure you know when all of my content comes out. Also hit that thumbs up button if you're watching on YouTube right now. Check out my social media accounts on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans for all additional analysis and film breakdowns and check out the show. Facebook page at locked on Titans pod. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, been a Tennessee Titans fan for long over 20 years. Do a focus of X's and O's on this show. We're always talking about the schematics, breaking things down, uh, But, of course, when things do happen and we get big news and notes out of Nashville, I'm always going to dive into the big stories as well. So, very excited to dive into the big stories that came out of this weekend. And John Robinson told the Tennessee Titans Chorus of Concern to watch your mouth when you're talking to me. John Robinson is considered to go for a reason. But all jokes aside... There was some concern about what this offense would look like. The mantra for the offseason was get better around Ryan Tannehill. And I got to admit, I was a bit concerned, as a lot of you guys were, that John Robinson wasn't going to be able to do that with the options available on the market. But the magician himself, as I said last week, he was going to have to pull some tricks out of his hat to be able to make this offense better around Ryan Tannehill and by God over the weekend. He handled it in the best way possible. John Robinson goes out first and he gets tight end Austin Hooper, which obviously fills a big need for the Titans. He comes back and he trades for Robert Woods on Saturday evening, picking him up from the Los Angeles Rams, and that's where we're going to start talking about that Robert Woods trade. The Titans cut Julio Jones. They had a big need for a reliable veteran playmaker across from the star that is A.J. Brown. and The free agent market was kind of dried up at the time and the thought was he's going to have to make some sort of trade and with the Rams bringing on Allen Robinson as a free agent that created quite a surplus in their wide receiver room so it made sense for the Titans and the Rams to get a trade done it's not the first time that the Titans and the Rams have been able to get a trade done these teams are intertwined throughout NFL history for better or for worse but taking a look at this Robert Woods trade it seems like the Titans are now out of the woods at wide receiver Okay, I'm sorry. I had to get it in just once. But again, a trade. The Titans only give up a 6th round pick in 2023. So incredible value for John Robinson. We saw a guy like Amari Cooper go for a 5th round pick. And he cost $20 million. So you get Robert Woods on a 6th round pick. And you take a look at some of the 6th round picks that the Titans have had. In recent history, I mean, outside of David Long, you got your Sebastian Tretolas, your Brady Breezes, your Racy McMass. Think about it. This is just an incredible value and to not have to give up that draft pick in 2022, this upcoming draft, so you can continue to stock the cupboards. That's absolutely fantastic, but we know what the Titans gave up. We know that it was a value. Who is Robert Woods, though, as a player, and why does this work so well? Well, it's pretty easy. He is an all-around wide receiver. No, he's not spectacular at any one thing. He's not incredibly elite at any one thing, but he has the entire package. The thing I would say he is the best at overall is his route running, Robert Woods is fantastic with his short to intermediate route running. We're talking about crossers. We're talking about digs. We're talking about slants. uh, Intermediate to short area, and that's exactly where the Titans like to go. They like to use those play-action fakes and then hit the ball over the middle in that intermediate range and allow for yards after the catch opportunities, and that's what Robert Woods is going to bring as well. So he's got good hands. He's a really good route runner. Gives you yards after catch ability. And we got to talk about his toughness. He's a guy who's not afraid to go over the middle of the field. And he likes to block. And he's a good blocker as well. And we can joke all we want, but it's a serious thing. The Titans organization values blocking from their wide pre- wide, wide receiver position probably more than any other franchise in the NFL, quite frankly. And Robert Woods is tied For second most run block wins, 288 over the last five years, the only person that is ahead of him is his former teammate, Cooper Cup. So a guy who not only likes to block, is willing to block, and is successful at blocking as well. So he kind of fits the mold of everything that the Titans would want in a wide receiver. He's played in 125 games in his career, 570 catches, 7,077 yards, 35 touchdowns. Last year, he played nine games, had 45 catches, 556 yards, and four touchdowns. And that brings us to the concern here. There are some downsides, and there's a reason. That Robert Woods, despite being an incredibly productive player throughout his career, an incredibly durable player throughout his career, why he's going for a sixth round pick in 2023. And other than the surplus at wide receiver for the Rams, there is injury concern because Robert Woods did tear his ACL on November the 12th last season and he didn't finish the season with the Rams. So there's concern there. He's got to recover from an ACL tear. He is going to be 30 years old by the time that the season comes. So that's all fair concerns. But the reality is Robert Woods tore his ACL Everyone has said that his rehab and his recovery is on schedule. It's on time. Right now, the projection is even if he takes as long as Bud Dupree took to get back from his ACL tear, 34 weeks would be that time frame, and that would be into the middle of June, which Robert Woods would then have an additional four to six weeks to get ready before the end of July when training camp starts. So Robert Woods should have a target date of training camp, and that would be nearly 40 weeks after he tore his ACL, which if you go by logical recovery standards in the modern NFL, that, that is completely reasonable that he would be ready by training camp. So, um, ACLs aren't quite what they have been before. Now guys are usually not 100% ready to go after that ACL recovery, but I have faith here that Robert Woods has enough time to get ready and be healthy enough to contribute for the Titans, but I do want to at least acknowledge some of the concerns. The next thing you got to talk about when a trade like this happens is the financial aspect of the trade. That's the big question. Everybody always says the Titans don't have cap room, so how in the heck are they going to make this work? Well, Robert Woods is set to get 13.5 million million dollars against the cap in 2022. Now, according to Paul Koharski, the report is there is no new contract right now for Robert Wood. So Let's assume that his deal stays the same and is not restructured when he is officially added to the Titans after passing a physical. Well, 13.5 in 2022 when the Titans don't have any cap space does seem a little crazy. The Titans right now, if you look at most websites over the cap, you look at Track, the Titans are at about minus five in cap space, which you're thinking, how is that even possible? But there are restructures that take place here where guys restructure their contracts, turn salary into signing bonus, spread that signing bonus money out throughout the rest of their contract, which penalizes you in future years if you want to cut the player, but gives you short-term cap relief in this season 2022. And I've said this all along throughout the offseason, the Titans are a couple restructures away from doing whatever they want. So you got the $13.5 million from uh Robert Woods coming in. A couple of the other guys that have signed recently are probably gonna be, you know, anywhere from in terms of cap hit, probably about six to seven million dollars. So the Titans probably got to clear out about $20 million in cap space for the Robert Woods move and all the other moves they made over the weekend. But again, Kevin Byard, Taylor LeWan, right there, you restructure them. That's $13 million. You do Derrick Henry. There's your additional six. So, you're close to 20 right there. They could get 14 million right away with Ryan Tannehill, although I don't think that's the route that they should go. They could also do a restructure with Robert Woods. The thing about Robert Woods' contract is he doesn't have any guaranteed money going forward. So, this is a very low risk move from John Robinson's perspective. You can cut bait with Robert Woods. If he doesn't recover uh, well enough from his ACL, you can restructure his deal going forward, and there'll be minimal penalties in the future. So, he could restructure Robert Woods when he becomes a Titan. Turn that into $6 million into savings. Now you have all of the money that you need to fit in all the moves that were made over the weekend. So Big time move from John Robinson. Quieted a lot of people in the Titans fan base who were feigning concern. I got to say, I was part of that group as well. I was a little bit concerned. But of course, we always discussed that he had time to make the moves that needed to be made before the draft. And here we are. Robert Woods. Austin Hooper added to the Tennessee Titans and speaking of Austin Hooper, that is who we are going to talk about next. Going to go over that signing and what that means for the Titans. Before we get into that though, I do want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. You get the best of both worlds with Built Bars. They're healthy for you, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. But they're also absolutely delicious, a ton of different flavors and textures. Some of my favorites are the peanut butter brownie, the white chocolate cheesecake, the salted caramel. Uh, talking about textures, they have puff bars, which are like a marshmallowy consistency. They have crunch bars, which are crunchy, which I absolutely love. The peanut butter crunch bars, oh, uh, man. It's unbelievable that it's a protein bar because it's not chalky, it's not waxy, it's not hard to choke down. It is uh, really quite a surprise. So I would implore you guys to go to Built.com right now. Check out all the different flavors, all the different offers that they have for you. And when you pick what you need, use the promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Titans fans, let's continue this Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Boy, it was a big weekend. For the Tennessee Titans, we just talked about the trade for Robert Woods, giving up a sixth-round pick in 2023. Low financial risk going forward. A guy who schematically fits exactly what the Titans like to do on offense, and personality-wise fits exactly what the Titans like to do on offense. Another guy who was added over the weekend is Austin Hooper, who the Titans signed. That's what we're going to talk about now. Before we get into it, I do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you guys also check out the Locked On NFL podcast. You can find it on all platforms, including the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. You get your Titans news here with me. Now get your NFL news, the national news in under 30 minutes. Monday through Friday with the Locked On NFL podcast. And your boy is the host of the Thursday show. I do the Thursday national show with my guy Alex Clancy. Make sure you guys check that out. I would appreciate the support. But anyways, just want to let you guys know you can find the Locked On NFL podcast on whatever platform that you do stream and always free. But diving into this Austin Hooper trade. So if you go back to March the 7th, when David Njoku was given the franchise tag by the Cleveland Browns. Uh, on my Twitter, at Tic Titans, I immediately, immediately retweeted that news and said, with this news, it would make sense for the Cleveland Browns to cut Austin Hooper, and he would immediately become a great target. For the Tennessee Titans, one of the top tight end are targets that they could go after, especially after you saw Dalton Schultz and David Njoku and Mike Gasicki get tagged, Gronkowski probably going back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now you're looking at a ton of mid-range tight ends who may not be worth the money, who have had you know different issues here and there, whether it be health or a couple down seasons production-wise, but Austin Hooper. As a two-time pro bowler, he's only 27 years old. He made a lot of sense as a guy who could come in and uh, catch on with the Titans, maybe on a one-year deal, but then ultimately, maybe stick around if things go well. And that's obviously what the Titans are hoping for because they did sign Austin Hooper on Friday to a one-year, $6 million deal. Now, as we've seen with basically every contract that the Titans sign nowadays, the cap hit doesn't match what the annual value is. The annual value for Hooper this year is $6 million. I would imagine that his cap hit, what actually hits the cap, is going to be about 3 to $4 million, probably a void year on there to split up the bonus money. Either way, outside of the financials, which are easily manageable and not a big deal, Austin Hooper is a perfect player for the Titans offense. No. He's not a guy who's going to have great yards after catch ability like Jonu Smith. He's not a guy who's going to block as well as some of the best blocking tight ends in the league like George Kittle or Lee Smith or Patrick Ricard. No, no. But he's a guy who does everything pretty well. And it's kind of similar to Robert Woods. He's just a do-it-all, all-around solid Player, six foot four, 255 pounds. Like I said, 27 years old as a two time Pro Bowler. So still a lot of juice to get out of that squeeze. He Went to Cleveland, and no doubt about it, we got to be honest here, his production dipped pretty mightily. He had 38 catches, 345 yards, three touchdowns in 2021. Not very impressive. Not all that much better than what we saw from Jeff Swam, quite frankly. But there is a major tight end committee going on in Cleveland with Harrison Bryant. Obviously, they thought very, very highly of David Njoku to not only give him the franchise tag, but then to cut Austin Hooper eventually. So, one thing I will say about Austin Hooper and the Robert Woods transactions that's also very good. They will not hurt the Titans comp pick formula because Austin Hooper was released by the Browns, not signed as a regular unrestricted free agent. That means it won't hurt the Titans getting comp picks next year. It's not going to hurt them in that formula. And since Robert Woods was a trade, it's not going to hurt either. So that's awesome. That's what you like to see. Those are good moves by John Robinson. But Going back to that Cleveland performance, like I said, not incredibly productive, but he's been a part of a committee. The last two seasons with the Browns were his lowest snap counts of his career outside of his rookie season. So the, the proof is right there. The guy just isn't getting as many snaps he's as he's gotten in recent years. So obviously that's going to be a dip in production, not to mention a very run-heavy, run-first offense in Cleveland. And let's call it what it is, Baker Mayfield isn't as good as Matt Ryan in his prime. And that's what Austin Hooper was dealing with at the beginning of his career that got him a pretty good contract from the Browns was great statistical seasons with 700-plus yards, six touchdowns, 70 catches, seasons like that with prime Matt Ryan. So when you give him a good quarterback, which I think Ryan Tannehill is probably a step below prime Matt Ryan but Ryan Tannehill is still a pretty solid player we got to admit even though everybody's mad at him no he's not elite but he's still a very solid player in that second tier of quarterbacks he's going to be able to get Austin Hooper the ball and I I think that he's got a chance to be a lot more productive in Tennessee than he was in Cleveland despite still filling that role I'm thinking 500 yards uh 45 catches four touchdowns, you know, somewhere in there. Just a productive tight end that's, at the end of the day, the biggest the biggest thing is it's a big improvement on Jeff Swaim. And finally, it's going to slot Jeff Swaim into the tight end two on early downs, tight end three on late downs role that he is supposed to be in. Now, I also want to mention this. We talked about Austin Hooper catching the ball. He's got 88 games in his career, 298 catches, 3,024 yards, 23 touchdowns but he's also a good blocker. The second best run blocking grade of his entire career, a 64.2, happened last year in 2021. So he's a guy who's still able to block as good as he's ever blocked in his career. And when you think about what the Titans had at tight end last year, Anthony Ferkser and Jeff Swain both had run blocking grades under 55. So Austin Hooper is nearly 10 points better or more than both of Jeff Swain and Anthony Ferkser. So while maybe Austin Hooper isn't George Kittle, uh, or, you know, maybe Jonu Smith, he's pretty close to that. He's right around there. So a very solid blocker, a guy who's going to get open, is a good route runner, has some drop issues, but catching balls from Baker Mayfield, who was incredibly hurt last year and had shoulder issues. I'll give Austin Hooper a chance, but there's a reason that he was cut and available. He's not a guy who's got great yards after catchability. There are some drop issues as well, but he's incredibly smart. He's a good route runner, knows where to go, where to be, knows how to read defenses. Good blocker, reliable guy. I mean, this is what you want. This made perfect sense. Get Austin Hooper, get Jeff Swain in the tight end three role, draft a tight end in the mid rounds, who's an athletic guy who you can groom behind Austin Hooper, who can be a role player for you. You got Swain and Hooper out there on early downs to block. You can use that drafted tight end as a secondary tight end on some second downs, use him on third down. It just is a perfect alignment for the tight end skill position players. Now we circle back to the Robert Woods discussion. If you... Got Robert Woods. You got AJ Brown. You got Nick Westbrook-Akina. You add a wide receiver in the first round, like a Chris Olave, a Garrett Wilson, a Traylon Burks, uh, uh, Jamison Williams, who everybody is very, very high on me as well, which is why I'm not quite certain if we should bank on him being at 26. But who knows? There Drake London, even maybe. Now I would like to see some more speed. From the Titans with that drafted wide receiver, so Wilson or Olave or Williams are the perfect fit for me. Those three are higher than Burks or London who are more physical, big-bodied receivers. But either way, the Titans are in a position now where they can go into the draft and really get those perfect young role players, but not be hamstrung and have to go too early or be too bold. They can let the draft come to them, take the best player available at positions of need, and it can make a ton of sense for the Titans. Um, the O-line, obviously, still maybe needs some reinforcements, but we'll watch how that plays out as more cuts are made. And there's still some veterans out there as well. I'd love to see Dennis Kelly or David Questenberry brought back just for some stability. Uh, we'll monitor all that. But, man, what a weekend weekend. For John Robinson, what a weekend for the Titans! I was out on Saturday night celebrating my birthday uh, with my lovely girlfriend, and uh, all this news started coming out. And uh, I appreciate all your guys' support online on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. Uh, everybody um, shows me so much love. Gives me so much support, so much appreciation. I just hope I can give that back to you guys with a good, informative show with high energy and a lot of passion. So thank you guys all so much. I definitely do appreciate it. But we're going to cap off today's show talking about the other moves. That were made over the weekend since the last time I talked to you guys. We got three more signings. Former Titans coming back to the team from 2021. Kind of put a cap on that. Tell you who those three players are. Before we get into that though. Do want to tell you guys about BetOnline.net. It's that time of year again. College basketball's tournament is finally upon us. For all the latest odds, contests, and player props. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores and news this season. It's not just basketball either. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to their website today or use your mobile device and learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, let's cap off this Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We've talked about the trade for Bobby Trees, Robert Woods. Very excited about that. We talked about the Titans signing Austin Hooper. Hoop. Excited to hear that in Nissan Stadium this year. Now I want to get into some of the other signings that the Titans made over the weekend. Before we do, I gotta thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, it's draft season, baby. That means you gotta check out the Locked on NFL Draft podcast. It's hosted by Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They're giving you two different perspectives on the NFL Draft. Of course, they're breaking down all the prospects but they're also looking at things like the front offices do so you get an all-comprehensive, all-encompassing view of the NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on whatever platform you do stream. It's available everywhere and always free. But outside adding Robert Woods and Austin Hooper, the Titans also brought back some guys from last year's team. Number one, Trell Hilliard. And I'm glad that this happened. People were freaking out about uh, Deonta Foreman going to the Carolina Panthers. I wasn't. Still think it was the right move. Titans don't need to pay Foreman $2 million uh, to be a a Henry light when you have Henry back and healthy, plus $2 million when you're paying Derrick Henry $12 million. It's incredibly risky to put that much money towards the running back position. And if you're honest with yourself and you look around the NFL, running back production is the easiest to find cheap. I mean, don't forget. The Titans picked Hilliard and Foreman up off the street in the middle of the season. And now everybody's in love with them? It just goes to show you how easy it is to find good running back production. It's more about your system. It's more about your offensive line. Now, if you have the system in the offensive line, and you have a supremely elite talented running back like Derrick Henry, yes. That does matter. But when we're talking about role players and backups at the running back position, the Titans would value way more than a Derrick Henry light. They're going to value the complement player. And like I told you last week when the Titans signed Trenton Cannon uh, as a, a role player, a special teamer, a kick returner, I told you this guy is not a running back too. This guy is not somebody who you want out there on third downs. He is a kick returner, and I think he's on the roster bubble. I'm not even certain that he will make the team but he's going to try to make it on as a returner because that's something that the Titans have been looking for. Um, Dontrell Hilliard gives them that, though, and Hilliard was brought back. Very excited to see that. Played eight games for the Titans last year. Had 56 carries, 350 yards, two touchdowns. Did have some fumbles here and there that he started to clean up later in the year as he got more comfortable. He had 19 catches for 87 yards and eight returns on kickoffs for 177 yards, so he was a very productive, versatile role player. And later in the year, He took over for Jeremy McNichols entirely because Hilliard started being better in pass protection than Jeremy McNichols. And the only thing that kept Jeremy McNichols on the roster for the last few years was his pass protection on third downs because Derrick Henry just is not very good at it. There's no way around it. He's not good enough. He's improved, but he's still not good enough. So the Titans need that guy. Hilliard became a pretty decent pass protector late in the year, along with the versatility he displayed. He's got good juice, good burst. We saw him hit some holes, have good speed. He can be that kick returner. So I, I like Hilliard. I think he's going to be around. I think uh, prioritizing Hilliard at a $1 million is more important than Foreman at $2 million because he's a compliment. He's a more versatile guy who can actually play on special teams as well. I think that makes a lot of sense. Jordan Wilkins. Was also brought back, although I don't think that he ultimately makes the roster. He's just a special teams guy. It doesn't give you enough at running back. Wasn't impressed with what Jordan Wilkins did last year for the Titans at the end of the year either. Um, He was brought back. Buster Screen, who is a guy that we've talked about when we talked about the cornerback position, the free agency preview, a guy who made sense to bring back. I've been talking about the fact that the Titans need a veteran. They can't go out and draft another cornerback and just have all guys who are on their rookie contract along with Fulton and Farley and Molden and Chris Jackson. They needed a veteran. and Buster Screen played six games with the Titans last year at 27 tackles, had an interception, three pass breakups. He played 64% of the defensive snaps when he was with the team. When When he was targeted, 15 catches out of 24 targets, only 188 yards, zero touchdowns and that one interception. I mean, Buster Screen played great for the Titans when he was asked to play a proper role. And what role was it that Screen was playing? He was the passing down slot cornerback. So Elijah Molden would play on first and second down because he's a better blitzer. He's a more physical player. He's a better tackler. He can come forward when the Titans are playing zone coverage. But when the Titans get in the third down, they get into passing situations. They go to that man coverage look that they really like. Buster Screen was out there to play the slot cornerback position with Jack Rabbit Jenkins and Christian Fulton, and now that's going to be Caleb Farley. And I think the Titans like Screen enough that if Farley isn't ready to go early on or doesn't really uh, recover from the ACL tear as quickly and as well as the Titans are hoping, I think Buster Screen can slide in there and play some outside cornerback for the Titans as well. So really like that re-signing. Keep a veteran with that group, a guy who played well last year, getting rewarded. And then finally, another guy who was brought back by the Titans, Bullet-proof Randy Bullock. Randy Bullock back with the Titans on a two-year deal, basically a one-year deal with a team option on the second year. But as Mike Vrabel said to him in the locker room after a game-winning kick, Randy... You found a home here, and the Titans put their money where their mouth is, signed Randy Bullock back. He was 26 for 31 on field goals last year, 42 of 45 on extra points, made a few game-winning kicks for the Titans. They ended up being very, very crucial, obviously, in them getting the number one seed and getting the bye, even if that was fruitless. But either way, I thought Randy Bullock was solid last year, and after the the kicker carousel that the Titans went through the last few years to have Randy Bullock in the fold and have him comfortable on a contract after a pretty decent year, I think that's very, very important. To the Titans, so that's all the things that happened over the weekend. Four signings, guys who were with the Titans last year. The trade for Bobby Trees, Robert Woods, the signing of Austin Hooper. I mean, this is just fantastic stuff from John Robinson. The panic was misplaced. The concern was totally out of line. J. Rob to go. The magician pulls off some more tricks once again. They're not completely foolproof. But the Titans are on their way to being better around Ryan Tannehill in 2022. That was the mission, and the Titans are closer than ever at getting towards completing it. We still got the NFL draft ahead. There could be some more signings. I'd like to even see maybe another veteran wide receiver added, maybe a Jamison Crowder. Uh, Jarvis Landry is going to be out of the question with the money that he's going to get. But I think a guy like Jamison Crowder could make a little bit of sense depending on how much money he is going to cost. But we're going to cover all of that tomorrow. I'm going to look at the depth chart on offense. Look at the needs remaining, what the Titans can do. Uh, A fantastic weekend. Once again, thank you all so much for your support. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.